Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. You know what? Mm-hmm. I fucking love our listeners. So much. Yeah. Because Are you going to say something say, negative? Because usually when you say something like that, then you say something mean right after. Absolutely not. Honestly. Okay. Uh, since fetching about my <laughs> beehole problems last week, first of all, I want to say thank you for the concern that I actually got from many, many people. And, and it's true because Kissel, because it's the one true problem you don't have, like you don't have butthole problems. I, I, I have no idea. I went to the doctor yesterday and he was amazed, as a matter of fact, that I don't have butthole problems. <laughs> but literally, the people that reach out, are they are akin to a brother and sisterhood. It's people just being like, I got you. <laughs> I get it. The main, I want to say the conclusion, the conclusion uh-huh. of their studies that they sent to me is that for long-term plane rides, especially over 10 hours, uh-huh. people a lot of times use they use padded bike shorts under their clothes. <laughs> so you want to go on a plane looking like, you know, just slamming cliff bars? I you got to bring like a am, bike on yes. the plane yes. because and otherwise little, everyone is just going to know that's a fellow sensitive butthole boy. I got to get the little clip-on shoes that go onto the bikes <laughs> and you'll be like, sorry guys, I got all my bike gear with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going on to the, I'm going to the meat. Is there a meat coming to there I think the tour de pants is down the street. It's a sports type. <laughs> well, honestly, you need it, buddy. You need that extra padding. You got that Polish behind. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben Kissel. We got Henry Zabrowski there as well in beautiful Los Angeles. Los Angeles is fine. Yeah, you know, it's hot as hell here. Do you want to talk about the weather? Have we immediately... I immediately started this show in Old Man Uncle Corner. You I'm did like, it. It's hot. It's hot. But yes, it is hot because it's the summer and that's the way things work. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's called it's fucking July. It's New York City. Yeah, it's a hot place. I know. It becomes a I hot. understand. Uh, I understand. I will it's say... It's killing Puffin. Los Angeles just became a, a, a little bit safer now that Jeffrey Epstein is finally <laughs> zapped, man. Wow. Oh, we really got God. him this time. Yeah, there's no way he's going to get pardoned or somehow have a massive defense team come and swing everything around. Or the president that is heavily implicated in all of his multinational uh, crimes is going to immediately pardon him. There's no fucking maybe. way. I no will, way. If you do research, that, I guess, you know, like Jeffrey Epstein has been a boogeyman of the conspiracy uh, theory world for so long. He is a 
financier, whatever the fuck that means. I know he works for a hedge fund in his own company. He used to work yeah. for Bear Stearns. He broke away due to, he says he wanted to run his own business, but there's a uh-huh. lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of rumors about why he left in terms of, goes all the way from insider trading to raping a secretary. And then he mm. formed his own company. He loves the company of um, very young women. Very young, of course. This is This story, it's so vast. We're going to focus more on the conspiracy angle for the purposes of this show. There's also a huge political uh, story, multiple political stories. The political fallout's going to be huge, so I'll talk about that on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. But yeah, man, this is going to get, and this already is, absolutely disgusting. It is uh, disgusting, and it's massive, and it's the uh, it's uh, view into what the real Illuminati is, which is these groups of vaguely, because Epstein wanted to be anonymous. He loves being as private as, as possible. Right. People love calling him right. elusive and mysterious, all this fucking bullshit. I read the right. Vanity Fair uh, article about him called the talented Mr. Epstein that they did. It was, it's very, huh. very interesting about, but she talks about how he skirted all of these child prostitution charges in the mid two thousands in Florida right. because a man named, I believe it was his first name. It was Eric Acosta. His name, no, it's Alex, uh, Alex Acosta. I think Eric Acosta is an actor. I think, I do think that Eric Acosta, I think I was in an audition yes. with room, room with him the other day. Lovely <laughs> That's man. That's unfortunate. Alex Acosta, who is now of course our secretary of labor, he was uh, the man in charge over there in Florida, and he gave Epstein the sweetheart deal. 13 months in prison, but it, or in jail, rather, and it wasn't even 13 months no. in jail because he got six days of work release every week. It's almost like he's so interconnected to so many different slush funds and so many different politicians mm. that, there's, that if you were to arrest him for his crimes, he could release a hellscape onto everybody. Because this is gun- yeah. Yeah, it's everybody it's connected. It's the Clintons, fucking get him. It's Trump. Fucking get him. It's all of the people attached to it's Ray Fines. Ray Fines. Now I don't what is this Ray Fines thing you mentioned? Did you remember the black book that Jeffrey Epstein opens up at some point? Is gonna make do you remember Heidi Fleiss? Yes. That yes. was like the Hollywood madam, and that story in the nineties, the innocent Innocent 1990s were like, <gasps> Charlie Sheen likes with- prostitutes? What? what? He goes, oh my goodness. And that, uh, Hugh? It's Hugh. No, he had Hugh. sex with a sex worker? Wait a second. You mean to tell me <laughs> Hugh Grant of Notting Hill made love to a sex worker that wasn't his wife? Oh my God. That was a story in the 90s. Fast forward, 2019. It is going to get so nasty. That black book is full of names. Like Ray Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes, I don't even know how to say his name, but how the hell does he know Jeffrey Epstein? He's in the little black book with a circle over around his name. All of these weird codes Ugh. that he has, all these written things, it's super suspicious, kind of like what led us to Pizzagate. All these weird mm. kind of conspiratorial, what they believe to be, like, it's a pro- this is the problem, right? Is that this right. is how the quote-unquote spook worlds work for a long time, is that you put bits of misinformation information deep inside of real information so if anything right. ever comes out about it you are then labeled a crank or something ridiculous like pizza right. gate was kind of folded into the center of this story to discredit the entire fucking the entire belief system and the idea that right. there is a series of child prostitute rings that are used as secret keeping techniques used world over 
and it's been going on yep. since the, almost the beginning of authority that these absolutely using blackmail systems in order to keep people in check at all times. And, well, and Epstein is the- a working cog. In that machine. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, with Pizzagate, obviously that is not a thing that is true. Um, But when it comes to what Henry was talking about with having leverage over someone, if you watch the movie Battlefield Earth, John Travolta mentions mentions (laughs) leverage about a thousand times. Which is also like, you're Um, an alien with dreads and superior (laughs) firepower. You don't need leverage. It's all about it's all about leverage, but that's what they do in Scientology as well, where they're like, sit down, tell me the worst parts about yourself. In no way are we gonna use this against you. I no only way. keep secrets. Tom Cruise is gay. I only oh. keep secrets. <laughs> but also but going back to what you were talking about with the with the circles and the names in the book, it reminds me of Jimmy Saville as well, right? Or yes, Saville. Saville. Because didn't he have like a whole like code if they did oh, this is disgusting, but if they had anal sex or oral yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. It was put, called licking a stamp and then if it was fucking just sucking his penis. It was called raising the bridge. It's like all these Ugh, kind of same things. Disgusting. But no, we are. But what we're almost in threat of though is because of the constant news cycle. This shit's just going to disappear. Like what happened when the Paradise mm. Papers were revealed too. Another gigantic view into mm. what the quote unquote Illuminati is, which are just these gigantic billionaires tied into the hedge fund world, tied into the finance world, tied into the corporate entity world that yeah. are running. Our entire fucking reality right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, abs- uh, absolutely. There's going to be a lot to unpack, and we'll follow the story as it goes on because I'm sure. I mean, I know Alan Dershowitz, which is so weird. He's like really disgusting, and Kenneth Starr. Like those were his two lawyers before. I mean, so Kenneth Starr, of course, the Star Report, the the Fifty Shades of Grey for political nerds that came out in the 1990s. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's just it's it's gonna get it's gonna get really really nasty. It's gonna get who very knows nasty. the names, but I mean. I would assume, like Ray Fines, for example. First of all, how many people? Because you're out there in Hollywood, highly weird. Um, we like to call it. Yeah, because I it is a little off center, <laughs> a little weird. But how many people do you think in Hollywood right now are currently on the toilet crapping their self themselves? One in fifteen. I'm going to say if you are if you live anywhere with between Brentwood, Beverly Hills, uh, I'm going to say some parts of Santa Monica. You are really, <laughs> really nervous right now because you have at least been at a party where there was a couple right. of girls dressed as the lollipop guild and they told you that they were little people. And you're like, oh, no, they goodness. are little people, but I don't right. know if they're capital L, capital P, little people. I Well, you know, and the elite parties that, you know what, we've never been invited to except for one, the Heidi Klum Halloween party. And that That's was the only one. And everybody so, was we, a full breasted woman and a full dicked man i watched there was no <laughs> children there because i've always thinking, thought about this shit if you showed up they always they all say the same shit about epstein and all these parties being like we showed up and trump had a uh, 14 year old chechnyan blind girl on his knee and i was like and, and they were all serving hors d'oeuvres and while they were dressed as a little uh, like uh, they were all dressed as hershey's kisses well everyone had trays of little sandwiches and it's like honestly Ugh, I can't get, imagine walking into a party that no. is after 9 p.m. where mm-hmm. everybody else is suits and there are children Ugh. in the room that are staff. I would I think say I would you, go leave, crazy. you leave. You yeah, get the fuck I think out of I would be, you call the police. I would be, 
I would go like full mayor from Streets of Rage. I would just like start spinning around with my arms extended and just be like, no. And I would just try to take out as many people as possible. But of course, then the headline would be, uh, podcaster Ben Kitzel hammered at a party, uh, escorted out, like <laughs> tranquilized by an elephant gun. And then it would be like, I think Ben's really losing it. And then I have to be like, no, I was trying to stop a pedophile ring from actively happening. The, and all like, of that is you outside of a cop exactly. car with a fucking bag over your head, getting fucking slammed to the side of it. Just be like, oh, it's exactly. a pedophile ring. It's a pedophile ring. I, uh, you know, I just don't get it because I think kids are bummers at parties. Well, it's not where they belong. Anyway, they should be they should be playing their video games. Yes. Um, so yes, Jeffrey Epstein, it is going to be uh, nauseating, and uh, so anyway, now, we'll, we'll follow we'll that trial as it continues. I would, yeah, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, this is just it's so hard because it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, right now, this is just we are just. I I think I'm gonna say. This is the wackiest time period you can remember, right? I mean, we weren't around oh, in the 60s. So I feel like no. the 60s and the 70s were pretty wacky. And then things and kind of fucking died down a little bit. I'm not sure. Well, it feels like the wackiness of the 60s and 70s and today. Um, but it seems like the wackiness was like, let's get off the grid. Let's go to the middle of nowhere. And now the wackiness is like facial recognition. The wackiness is like everyone's connected. I kind of like the idea of... You know, the get off the grid concept that sure. the 60s seem to sort of, you know, we're, uh, we're just, cultivate. I feel like to do it now is truly a life choice. I know people that oh, go yeah. off the grid and it takes a lot of fucking prep. And you well, need can you even cash. Do it? Yeah, you can. Of course you can. I actually thought I want to turn a room into my house into a black box. Like you can do that where you can make it so no signals get in and out. It costs money like and you have to get proper equipment. It's it's a whole thing. And then it's very difficult. We're ensconced in the world. You and I are unfortunately for everyone else public figures now. So what that means is that we kind of you sacrifice a little bit of privacy because we are out there all the time. So they can fucking zap us anywhere we go. We went to Australia. Mm. Like you saw how actively the CCTVs were being used. Where in the United States it's a little bit more covert. We're there, which I actually kind of appreciate that it's more open, that they mm. fucking, they take your picture of your face, you're walking through, because every airport has the little fucking mouse maze that you walk out in Australia right. where they take fucking seven pictures of you on various angles so they can pick you out in a crowd. Yeah, they can they can see your face as you're farting, and you'd be like, as you can <laughs> see, the fart begins here, and it ends. Nice. <laughs> the heat signatures uh, coming out of your butt. <laughs> I But I, we are currently in a dystopia, but, so, but for my thing is... If we're in a dystopia, who are we going to be, right? My goal, honestly, in the end, perfect dystopian character, perfect dystopian role for the person uh-huh. who really only likes to laugh, Michael Caine in Children of Men. If oh, you yeah. can go into the back area of being a weed dealer right, in, the, right. in the semi-future with cool stereo equipment, sure. then you got it made. Well, let's talk about stereo equipment. What plays on stereo's music? What? And we're also going to talk. I love these. This is the. I'm just so good at this. You're so and good. also, we mentioned facial recognition. So, who's on the front lines against facial recognition? Turns out, insane clown posse. It might the be. Juggalos, baby. This is awesome. Apparently, Juggalo makeup, it's worn by all the fans. Obviously, you've seen it. It makes facial recognition cameras completely useless because all they see is a good time party people. Certain types of facial recognition technology. What it does, there are certain types that just measure the 
the width the width between your eyes, like basically your mm-hmm. eye structure and your jawline. And what it seems that Juggalo makeup does is a lot of it, especially with the mouth accentuation, is that it fucks <laughs> with the. It's fucking incredible. I love it. It fucks dude. with the computer's uh, assignment of your jawline. So it bumps it up. It makes your face look really tiny, so they can't recognize you. But people like the with the uh, with the face lock, this bullshit on the iPhone, it uses yes. depth perception, so th- it can still work. You can have Juggalo makeup on, and it would still recognize your face on a fo- on an iPhone. Yes, but yeah, that's right. Apple's uh, Apple's Face ID, they got it figured out. But Juggalo makeup. Uh, is uh, is also one way to draw attention to yourself because the FBI has also classified the Juggalos as quote a loosely organized hybrid gang. They've been which talking I about this no for years. Idea what that means? What's a loosely organized hybrid gang? That is not a gang. That is not, leave the Juggalos alone. What do they do? I think they legitimately set up the Juggalos as a terrorist group, so then they can say like any fan of anything like hip hop wise is a terrorist group. I think that sure. it's, it's, we'll say vaguely racist as a way of being like, no, we got one group of white people here, but then we could use all the rest of them. We could fucking could zap be. them one by one. Could be. I'm just so happy. The uh, Honestly, if you are undercover, when we were in Australia, we had a great opportunity. Simon was our tour manager, loved him, and one of his buddies was a former undercover cop. And he he had was telling stories. us all... These stories were incredible, but can you imagine being FBI undercover? You're at, uh, you know, a Juggalo festival. You have to start butt chugging Fago because they <laughs> threw you on the stage, and they're like butt chug, butt, butt chug. chug. And you're like, oh, 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 just covered whoop, in strippers. Whoop. Honestly, I feel like you joined the fucking family. You have at some to. point being like, this is too sweet. This is too fucking sweet of a deal. I get to be a sure. part of this. What is that? Oh, the the big fat guy. That big, 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 big fat guy. That Which does, one? The guy in the in Insane Clown Posse? He's not in Insane Clown Posse. He has a house in Florida that's like, I want to oh, say. Kim.com? Is that Kim.com? Big overhanging gut. It could be Kim.com. Or is he, he dead? There. No, he's in jail. But there was one guy who had a big overhanging gut, and he had skinny legs and skinny arms and a skinny head, and he had all these like <laughs> sex workers and like strippers with him everywhere, and they're always like jumping, they're rubbing their butts on his gut. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm talking what about? Strange fantasy. It's no, it's prob- the- honestly, it could be Kim.com. I think that is Kim.com. Let me look it up. I think so. Yeah, check that out. That is not Kim.com. Ah, all I'm right. Gonna ch- here, I- look, it's fat guy. This is strippers. what you have to Google. All right, ICP. Google this at home. Okay, fat guy, strippers, ICP. Google that at home. Um, so the man I just discovered, the man is a. His name is Big La. Um, and he is he he did a thing called the you know he had an Orlando based full service party organization headed up by the nephew of celebrated actor legendary madman Gary Busey. Oh, um, yeah, I guess it was uh, so the nephew of Gary Busey, a guy named Mike Busey. Um, <laughs> I, this is my, I guess this is him. This is Mike Busey. Okay, very cool. Good there for him. Is. Good for him. I I suppose so. As long as long as everyone is. Well compensated. I need to and look up age I, and protected. Well, now that I is. am immediately looking up to see Big LA crimes. Yeah, <laughs> are well, there crimes get- that he's done? Nah, dude, I don't know what this fucking guy. I don't know what this guy's deal is. All right. Um, nonetheless, yes. So get out there, Juggalos. You're on the front lines of the war against facial recognition. Although, again. 
uh, it's all it's all in there. But talking about that, oh, um, we, I do we, want to talk about the. Uh, so let me say another reason why we're in the middle of a, we're in the middle of a fucking sci-fi story right now is this whole story oh, yeah. about the U.S. Navy being listed as an assignee on these several radical aviation technologies, according to the Drive.com. Patented by an aerospace engineer working at the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division, NAWCAD headquarters in Patuxent River, Maryland. One of these patents describes a hybrid aerospace underwater craft claimed to be capable of truly extraordinary feats of speed and maneuverability in air, water, and outer space alike, thanks to a revolutionary electromagnetic propulsion system, which they are basically working on to catch up with the Chinese that are developing something just like this. So this sounds like an alien spacecraft. This sounds like a a UFO or something. Yes, it sounds like they are back engineering a UFO and then maybe China has already been working on the same thing, which is is now heavily in the news because Bob Lazar came out on on Rogan and he Mm. did a huge interview mixed with his documentary, Bob Lazar, UFOs and Saucers on Netflix that also came out directed by Jeremy Corbell. And it is very interesting. His story is, is, is interesting. He seems as if... If you know anything about Bob Lazar, you know for a fact that he worked at a place called S4, uh, which was uh, next to Area 51, and one of his jobs was to back-engineer one of several UFOs that were kept in a hangar there, and his job was to figure out how their gravitational engines worked, and which was just a sphere on a box. They essentially had a uh, like a lid to, and would work if you just put the lid on it. It would emit these fucking gravity rays, which were officially mm. discovered in 2016, which he's been talking about since the fucking 80s. And wow. they say, and apparently it works as this giant pewter UFO, this huge molded piece of thing that you. The only way things work is they have to all sit inside. They have to sit in specific places. And so Bob Lazar has this very ornate story that was covered by George Knapp very extensively. He has both been torn apart by the press and exonerated everything. He's he's lived a life of torture. Every whistleblower does. Yeah. Uh, and this story is about whether or not you believe Bob Lazar actually d- does believe in these detailed stories. He obviously does, but is it true or right. is he completely schizophrenic? Yeah, it's interesting. I watched a little doc on him and he's really he seemed very hesitant to talk about it, which I thought was uh, made him seem a little bit more trustworthy. I do definitely believe he believes what he's saying um, for sure. And speaking of Area 51, Apparently, Facebook is really organizing a lot of people, but not to go ruin elections. It's organizing around 120,000 alien hunters. They're planning to storm Area 51 to discover the truth. One dude tried to do this about last year, I think, and got shot. So I think this could really end up... Um, I don't know what they're gonna find. You I know I have. You know, my concept is I think the uh, energy is misdirected. I think there are other places we could <laughs> storm, and like and take that I think would right. really be helpful. But I wouldn't be su- fucking surprised if they don't put out because you know the, uh, Canada they revealed all those sound weapons. Oh yeah, that they use against protesters, and I would not be surprised. Oh, if it does happen, because I don't know, like, because I'd like to see it happen, but the I, I'd like to see what happens when they do it. But I, I imagine wanna, I, they will be repelled in some way, shape, or form. 
Well, and I'm not going to be. I'm not demeaning anyone, which of course means I'm about to demean some people here. Yes. But when you, when I think about alien enthusiasts, alien hunters, I don't think about athleticism. I don't think like starting off at the foot. Like it's not. It's not. Um, what was that movie with Tom with Tom uh, Cruise where they had to go plant the flag, and it was like we're we're getting our stake of land, uh, flyaway wagon, something what? like that. Fly flyaway away home. West, flyaway home. Yeah. Um, Is it like that? See, it is because they're all going to start and then they're going to be like, go. And then they're all going to run. And it's going to be a bunch of flyaway home shape. is the flyaway home is the Anna Paquin vehicle with the, I with the geese. She was trying to save with Jeff <laughs> well, Daniels. I, I don't know. No, the one uh, wayward hat. I the what last the samurai. Of, no, not the last. He samurai. was the last samurai in that. Yes. Well, I he was white. Yes, I know. You know that Matt Tom Damon. Cruise is gay. I yeah, went to I, one I of the Scientology fucking senators, and that's the first thing they sent me. That's the first thing they sent to me. Far and away. This is great. That is the name of the... Anyway, so it's just going to be a bunch of, like, alien enthusiasts scampering as fast as they can to get to Area 51. And don't be surprised, one falls down on the front. Next thing you know, it's like a Michael Jackson concert. He's getting stampled, uh, stomped to death, and now we have a casualty on our hands. I'll tell you what, man. You, I mean, I do the elliptical. I I, I I got my cardio tight. I can get in there. You uh-huh. got, if we could set up, I really do feel like actually what you're saying is while insulting, it actually is <laughs> illuminating to what the real problem is, is that we actually do need to have some sort of training program for all yeah. the people going through. We need some kind of like, like Bowflex system, some kind of like we need somebody getting in there teaching these guys how to sprint. How to yeah. do obstacle courses. Billy Blanks. Uh, we need some Billy Blanks action in this yep. because they're really going to need to know how to duck and cover. They're going to yes. do a lot of, because for me, the way to really do this maneuvers, you got to run serpentine fashion. You got to ah, run like a lightning bolt, like running away from an alligator. Yes, that's uh, just like a lightning bolt, not like a <laughs> drunk man just <laughs> desperately trying to find his car. Uh, no, that, that is perfect. I know it's there somewhere. I was there somewhere. I shouldn't be driving it if I can't no, find it. I don't it. think so. If you can't find it, you, you shouldn't drive it. Um, but this so is... Uh, who knows what they're going to find. It is fun, though. I, I am... It, if, it, if it does work out, I will say kudos for just... It'll it'll be a blast for these guys to all get together, and gals, of course. Well, I To be honest, it's wasted energy because this is the kind of shit that should have happened in the 80s because now everything's been moved out of Area 51. Because now that Area 51 has become public, there's no fucking way it's going to actually house all of the secrets. It all moves to another fucking place. Like, they obviously it- have secret aircraft, but it's not the secret aircraft we want to find. But what if they're... they're oh, what if they're overthinking... That thought. If oh, they're so you, like, no, oh, you think that no they're one like, thinks the, it's going to be here. You think so, it's like the Sicilian and the Princess Bride? Yes. No. It is. I don't it think is. it is 40 chess. I think it they know. It really could be. That they, I mean, honestly, I don't oh even know. Oh, my God. Speaking of speaking of which, and I'm going to mention this because I believe Travis will be on top hat with me this week. But evidently, 40 chess just triggered when because everyone's like, "Oh, Donald Trump plays 40 chess." Sure. Some of his supporters, uh, and this is we're not going to get hyper political here, but some of his perfor- uh, supporters, after seeing the pictures of him with Jeffrey Epstein, are like, oh, "He was working undercover. Oh my god, he was working undercover oh to crack god. the case." And I'm like, "What is oh going god. on here?" Oh How- my god. Firmly, Area 51, it's more likely that they have an active alien working as a janitor. (laughs) Donald Trump was undercover. I imagine there are several Mexicans working at Area 51 without paperwork. I I, I hope so. But honestly, there is, this is all, we are, again, back to wacky times. It's Mm -hmm. this, 
It's just how much news can we take in one cycle? Like the UFO disclosure that is happening right now, it, it seems to be purposefully directed. Same thing with the exposure of Epstein. It's all of this shit that it's all kind of coming to the surface. But if they're letting this shit come to the surface, what is submerging? What's the stuff that's... what? Uh, why, are, why are these? Because the news companies are attached to the advertising companies. All this shit all depends on each other. They depend on the stock market. They depend on all, the, on all this shit holding. Why are they giving up certain things... Right. Because that, for me, just means they're making other shit private. Well, also, you know, at some point, you just age yourself out of the power that you once held. You're yeah. old. Like, the, I just, uh, the cover of uh, News, or not Newsweek, that, uh, whatever. The Clintons don't have any more power. They're gone. They're, they're in gone. exile. It's, like, done. So, yeah, when all, your, when all your powerful buddies are no longer in power, I mean, obviously, not mentioning Trump, because um, he's still there. But, uh, yeah. And we have this fun story that I received from several listeners. I think it's really fun. Virginia dad fires 39 shots at naked devil, quote-unquote, who broke into family's home on first night living there. This is according to Fox News, so we'll see what it says. A Virginia dad on Thursday fired 39 warning shots. 39 warning shots. (laughs) And brawled with a naked woman who called herself the devil after she allegedly broke into the family's home on their first night living there. The violent confrontation happened in Chesterfield County on the evening of the 4th of July. So this happened on the 4th of July. A female suspect who was naked and with blue hair and a ponytail broke into the family's home and refused to leave, telling them, I'm the devil. Hey, I'm the devil. (laughs) Flapping her titties. This is fun. Oh, my. The dad of the family then fired 39 warning shots, but she was undeterred. You can see the pictures here of these so-called warning shots. I think he was just a bad shot. Because I never heard of 39 warning shots before. He pulled a Yosemite Sam and just went like, woo, 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 woo. A brawl broke out between the woman and the family, including the 12-year-old son. They're all fighting this woman to get her out of the fucking house. And this woman is naked the entire time. They just moved in. They're just like, honey. We finally did it. Our family home is finally with us. Here, son, now's your time to finally wrestle a, a warranted naked woman. Oh Go get her. Goodness. Go get that. Get well, that pig. Get that pig. I mean, honestly, the twelve-year-old did end up like f- ending the fight because he hit her with a wrench in her neck. He she grabbed a wrench. This twelve-year-old boy grabbed a wrench and hit her in the neck. Fuck. And yeah. then she went oh. down. And this is Jeez. all happening. Just they're trying to sleep. They're trying to have one nice night alone. It's the Fourth of July, oh, and their my guard God. is down. And they say where they were. <laughs> they said trying to pin her down. She had the strength of four grown men, the father later told the station. Both the dad and the intruder were were hospitalized, um, and I guess a GoFundMe account is set up to repair the damage to the family's new home. Honestly, I feel like he was almost, I feel like it was like demo day, like they did need to actually knock out a bunch of fucking, like all these, they had to get rid of the cabinetry, they had to knock down the wall to give it the open floor plan, so he just started like, bop, 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 bop. Just to fucking Seriously. give it an excuse. And despite the fact one person was hit in the neck with a wrench uh, and fired at 39 times, no one was injured. No one was hurt uh, seriously here, but they did non-life-threatening injuries anyway. Um, so I guess technically it's a happy 
it's a happy ending. And now that you mentioned demolition day, demo day with guns, Fixer Upper needs to come back. Yep. Chip needs to get yep. on a massive AR yep. or like whatever those watch that. I would fucking Military see that in a second. Demo oh, destruction. What I do love though so is fun. to then delve into the I love this. Delve into the Fox News comments underneath it. Um Logic before reason says fired 39 warning shots, proceeded to get beat up by a naked woman, saved by his 12 year old son. My wife would divorce me if that was the best offense I could mount. <laughs> then a needs range time in a hurry. And then N.W. Malamo says, you never fire warning shots. The person is in your house. You aim center mass and put bullets in the target until they stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Fox News comment section. It's a lot of tough guys. That's alphas. That's tough. Man, these are alphas. two alphas. I know what they are. I'm aware what they call themselves when they scream it to you after five PBRs. I know. Um, all right. Well, that is an interesting tale. Let's talk about another interesting tale here. And I believe it's time for uh, for Hero of the Week. All right. Let's do Hero of the Week. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them. And it So now we're going to go to my home state of Wisconsin, and the hero of the week, it is the Sheboygan, Wisconsin law enforcement community, because they finally caught the serial toilet clogger, and he was sentenced to 150 days in jail and three years of probation. This guy is a 35-year-old man. I really go through this story because... It's interesting, and I it's not that I feel I don't feel bad for the man. The man well, just was governed by forces that we don't understand. <laughs> well, yeah, the dude, uh, Patrick D. Beeman, he was charged with twelve misdemeanors of criminal damage to property. Seven of those charges were dismissed. As conditions of his probation, Beeman will have to serve 150 days, pay more than 5,500 in restitution. And again, be uh, not allowed to have any alcohol or controlled substance and complete 100 hours of community service. Which, you know what? I got to say, isn't that what he wanted? Because he's just mm. going to have to go to all the public parks and go to all the bathrooms. And he's going to be, this is, public service is going to be very difficult for him. I think he might reoffend. I think it's possible because he says that he was led to, so his what he did was that he went to women's bathrooms and he lodged plastic bottles into yes. the holes into the where the where the dookie goes the dookie tunnels he would lodge the dookie you would like fucking fill them up so that women would go to poop or pee in them and then the poop and pee would overflow onto their feet or would go up into their <laughs> go into their shoes or it would touch their butt yes it's and, horrible it's and, horrible i mean it is horrible it's very specific but what it's he very said bizarre. was that he didn't understand his own impulses. He was like, "I don't know what drives me to do weird things, and but uh, and but I did them. I not just. There's a lot of other things I could have done. You know, I mean, honestly though, right? Like I definitely mm-hmm. could have come in all the mayonnaise, but I didn't. Oh, do yeah, that. you didn't do that. No, that's no. actually that, that is. Oh, did you do that? No, no. But you're saying no, like yes. No. Should I put I, this I just sandwich a, down? I have a lot of impulses. Um, oh, that's I do understand that, that you know, it's a key is 
He needs help. He needs a little he bit does. of a reach out here. But it, it, it also shows you really need to follow your temps around. Because yeah, you, they didn't really, because he was from a tent. He's a temp at all these offices. Right. So they were noticing that these toilets would get plugged up at each. You, you had to be a real Sherlock Holmes to figure this guy oh, out. Oh, absolutely. You had to put together yeah. the pattern to see that he was doing this on multiple locations. And uh, yeah, I guess he's not going to get picked up for that temp service for at least another six weeks. Oh, I think you'll have to get out of jail anyway first. Yeah, he said he just would go through the garbage. He would find bottles. And so I think he also enjoyed the scavenger aspect of it, like he was playing Borderlands in real life. No, it's like Marcus was looking for records. Where Marcus doesn't like... It's just like that, but you can't plug a toilet with a record. I don't know what he does at home. He listens to the records. I know he listens to the records, but I don't know what he's done when he's done with them. You listen to them again after you put them back. Honestly, it's his home. If him and Carolina have a fucking arrangement where he shoves up and eats, stuffs (laughs) the toilet so the the Duke would touch Carolina's butt, then I'm certain that that's a thing they must have discussed before they agreed to get married to each other. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think that he does. And yes, if they did have that, I would hope that would be really a long discussion. It'd have uh, to be. They would have to agree. They would have to agree that that would be okay. We got a lot of reach out, too, about my questions about the BDSM community and actual forms of people to send and to each other, like contracts over what is appropriate in kink play. And I found it very interesting. Like, basically, the the thorough discussion that's to go into it, especially when it's supposed to be the, like, rape fantasy or these things that are supposed to be, like, anti your Will fantasies, which are very oh, yeah. interesting. You got to be very careful. Um, well, did you want to read any emails before we wrap up? I do. Uh, but this was, a, but what a great story. Good for Sheboygan police for putting together. police. They put the clues together. They did. They got it all figured out. So you're the hero of the week because, you know, oftentimes we make fun of law enforcement on this show when they make mistakes, but when they do something right. We got to say congratulations. Good job. The city is safer. The toilets are cleaner. And dare I say, there'll be less Duke on the floor. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. But I do think I'm, I agree with you. I think he's going to fucking offend again. He's going to do something yeah. weird. But it's, I think it's, hopefully it's something like rubbing a bunch of bananas with his butt. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully in public. Like it's like one of those where it's not directly like violent or antisocial. It's just weird enough for the cops to pay attention to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so, so last okay. week's episode, we talked. We told a story about a man who took a bit of a pee-pee over a bridge and ended up peeing on a series of people causing a bunch of injuries. And Henry and I, we both said it must be a man because there's no way a woman could do it. But as we try to all the time, we grow, Henry. We grow. I always New grow. Inform- I always grow. My New love handles. My, ho- yes. my love handles are turning into love wings. Ooh. I'm turning into a giant... <laughs> fucking pterodactyl of oh, a yeah. morning um, but i so uh, i we, do new information came to light and we we have learned a lot okay so we got a, a message from a a lovely woman named vex voltage that uh she says this which i thought was very interesting Hey, I'm an adult actress, and I f- actually film a lot of solo piss porn. I love balancing myself upside down and seeing what sort of stream I can get. After filming a lot and doing different things with it, I found out, at least for me, that wherever the urethra is aimed is where the pee will go. Knowing that, I can use abdominal push force to determine Ooh. how far and how much of an arc I can get. My favorite is balancing myself upside down on my shoulders and pissing into the air. I call it the bitch <laughs> Bellagio. Oh, I, love I hope this, this answers the piss 
question. I really like that. I, I mean, honestly, it really the, does. It does. Yeah. I mean, honestly, thank you, thank you for that. I have another peepee story that relates to fucking tourism that I wanted to tell people. All right, I, I am just gonna say, Henry told me this one before. I, I'm not gonna hand out gold stars. This isn't a gold star, but this story is freaking disgusting. I, I That's all I'm gonna say. So be warned, you're gonna feel gross after hearing the story that. Must be told, evidently. I guess so. Um, <laughs> this comes from C. Quick story of the time I peed in the glory hole. An unfortunately named rock formation, and I believe is Wachita National Forest, which is O-U-A-C-H-I-C-T-A. A name I only included to hear Ben and Henry fight about how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, it's, I don't, what do you want me, I, I have no idea, it's Wachita. A couple of friends and I hiked into the glory hole since we were determined to see it after laughing like sixth graders at the trail map. We got to the top of the glory hole, which is basically just a giant hole through a limestone rock shelf. I started peeing and, of course, shouting, I'm peeing in the glory hole! I'm peeing in the glory hole! One of my friends had hiked on to below the rock shelf and then came sprinting back. He started silently shushing me and carrying on, so I stopped yelling. But due to my careful hydration strategy while hiking, I found myself <laughs> unable to stop the flow. Uh-huh. There was a family down below admiring the lukewarm trickle, and the daughter had her put her hand in it while my friend looked that on That is so disgusting. <laughs> that story is so much worse than the pee on the boat story that started started this entire bizarre series of events of stories. Then we got that stuck in horrible. a thunderstorm under the rock shelf with the family for an hour. Okay, good. Well, at least they got a thunderstorm to wash everything off. <laughs> oh, my God. That story is so nasty. <laughs> it's fucking, it's fucking worst awful. Things, worst things have happened. Worst uh, things have happened. Honestly, they have. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, honestly, those people, that little girl would have been paid at least if I Jeffrey Epstein know. was involved. Actually, I don't think so. I think. You're right. No, I think it was very. He had a lot of money and he didn't spend that much on all that. It was, it, anyway, 100% disgusting. But there it is. That is, that is uh, this week's side stories. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, don't forget, we got some tickets available still for San Diego. Come yes. on out. And Oakland. We have a little bit. Of, we have a couple of tickets left for Oakland, too. So please. Get on that shit. I want to give a little bit of thank you to some people that have sent me some beautiful things. Carly Jerome, thank you so much for the Live, Laugh, Love embroidery that you made. Embroidery. We have so much of this. I do love it. I don't know. Can we be sued for this shit? For Triple L? Live, Laugh, Love? No, that's not. I don't think it's catchphrased. Yeah, no one said anything to it. I haven't got it a fucking. Because it's like, I imagine who'd own it. It's somebody like Oprah. Yeah, no, Live, Laugh, Love, man. That's universal. That's like the uh, happy birthday song. I want to say thank you to Max. Well, the fucking birthday song was owned for a long time. Well, it's not anymore. It's not anymore, but it was. So does somebody own it yet? Live, Laugh, Love is going to be okay. No, it's not owned yet. Do we need to own it? No, we don't need to own it. I don't want to own it. I believe that every idea should be free. Okay. I don't want to own it. All right. Okay. So this comes from Max. Um, he okay. sent me a wonderful pop-up cardboard of the only baseball player that exists, uh, Bobby Bonilla. Um, but he did send it from when he played with the Pirates, which is not as fun. <laughs> and that's fine, though. But thank you so much for that, Max. It's very, very nice. And I just want to thank Isaiah for the, the evil ashtray that you sent ahead of your letter, which was just a scary ashtray with the fucking Baphomet and the fucking Anton LaVey. Uh, symbol in the center of it, just in a box that was sent to me several weeks ago, which I loved, uh, but we didn't know who it came from, so I want to say thank you for Isaiah for sending that to me. 
Absolutely. Thank you all so much for listening. Also, did you notice shit in Australia? You know what's one thing I wanted to talk about that I think that I one true cultural thing that I wish we could get from Australia? You check out those fucking trucks. Yeah, the trucks? Yeah, the fucking 4x4s in Australia are fucking dope. <laughs> you look at these that, things? I thought you were going to say how amazing they are when it comes to women construction workers. That is interesting. Construction, that was the only cultural difference I actually noticed was the construction workers. Well, they said just it's a, it's a hipster beautiful. job there. Construction's ah. like a hipster job there, where here it's like oh, it's anybody who takes it. But I think honestly, it's a great hipster job. It's a great job because it gives you it, it pays good money and it's fucking yeah. physically active. And we need smart, good, fucking willing people to do those jobs because fucking Los Angeles buildings just fall apart. I'm watching these people fucking build. Oh my god, be ca- be careful out there. By the way, this I, I'm I'm watching all the uh, you know I consume and consume information, I and I, this earthquake stuff is a nightmare. Oh yeah, man! So, I, we walk. We that uh, we went through our first real. That was the first real earthquake I've ever fucking experienced. We were watching Midsummer, so we're in Midsummer. Oh no, kidding! I seriously, I had eaten like forty milligrams of fucking edibles. It had just Ooh. all kicked in. I just gave it, but it just it was just starting to rock. It just yeah. as they arrived at the cult, the whole fucking theater just starts going. So for I didn't second, realize you actually got you you felt the shakes. Dude, it went for like fucking twenty seconds. It was like a long. It was like a long one. We're sitting there thinking like, Holy "Oh, shit. someone's kicking my chair." All of a sudden, the whole theater's moving. It, it moved a bunch of shit around my house. But apparently, because it was seven point one in L.A., that yeah. was the fucking earthquake that fucking did crazy damage in Mexico. That's the same size. That's how much L.A. has changed. Is that like if this was the eighties, it would have mm. ripped up the city. Right. But it right. scared the fuck out of me that shit's maybe scary maybe sleep like get a velcro patch on your bed sleep in like a velcro suit so you like can astronaut never, like an astronaut uh but, but no I, anyone out in that area be careful get your kits have your kits ready i, I think our boy eddie from a uh, brighter side i think he's got a kit coming it's just gonna be full of toilet paper and a whole series i love it's that. just a bo- just a bottle of fucking jack daniels and he just yeah. he just waits until his belly's vibrating and that's when he knows the earthquake's in <laughs> Honestly, that's how you do it, because in an earthquake, when you're half drunk off of Jack Daniels, you're sober, mm-hmm. because the whole thing is going crazy. Man, I got this all figured out. You'd be great in an earthquake. <laughs> Honestly, you would be, because you could hold the structure. You have to be like Hodor. Or you go, yes, Hodor, Hodor, and you grab the sides of the building. Oh, my friend. Yeah. This building's my friend. Right. Well, you know, Hollywood, just this is a reminder to Hollywood. Tall people also have good voices, usually. Um, And for some reason in Hollywood, they all sound like they can barely breathe. But I don't know. I'm just some kind of tall guy. I'm some kind of tall guy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, But, yeah, so, guys, especially out here in the land of shaky knees. That's what I'm called in Los Angeles. Shaky knees for the boys and the girls. You gotta love every day like it's your last, because you never know when that chasm's gonna fucking open up and swallow your entire family and everything you've ever know. known. It's I gonna know. happen any day now. Um, you gotta live. Live! That's it. That's live with, with a bunch of musical notes underneath it. And that's a bunch great. of eyes. I think yeah, that's, that's great. what you like. And you gotta laugh. Ha! Huh. Because, again, you never know. You just never fucking know when the whole world is going to fucking betray you. When literally the ground beneath you is going to betray you. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is eat another 40 milligrams of edibles, <laughs> fucking have a couple of bourbons, which I had directly sure. after the earthquake just to chill you myself had it out. Before. Absolutely. You got to prepare. It definitely, it scarred Wendy. Oh, she is not man. a survivor. 
No, it's a, she's a dog. She is. Oh, she is. A anyway, dog. No, but fucking Puff is a survivor. Puffin, yes, he's low to the ground too. Well, so is so is Wendy, but he's he's, he's sturdy. He's, he's like a bowling ball. He's yeah, yeah. Bowling ball. yeah, he's sturdy. Um, you're you're raising him right. I hope so. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself in the Los Angeles area. Be safe. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me, you fucking dirty pig. You dirty pig and me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs>